Say it one more time. Jimmy Roberts. <laughs> he was 5'5". Five five. He, he had a kid on the team, and he thought his shit didn't stink. Well, Jimmy, look where Jackson is now. Boom! Hello, and welcome to another episode of Jackson Talks. Everybody, with your host, me, Jackson Stone. And I am joined by my favorite person on planet Earth, my mother, my sweet mom. You saw her on a previous episode where I had my father here as well. And I kind of gave you like an introduction to how great my parents were, kind of my upbringing, why I am the way that I am. Um, but I got such positive reviews from that episode um, that I decided to bring my mom back on. We're gonna answer a few more questions that I received from some fans and some other people. And we're just gonna chat, get to know me a little bit more in depth from the stories that my mom has uh, of my childhood and stuff. Hey mom, how are you? Hi, how are you? Sounds good. <clears throat> you doing good? Yeah, sounds great. Okay, so we're just gonna start, we're gonna start quickly. I mean, I have many, many stories, but yeah, yeah just do a couple. Okay, so we were, just before I forget, off camera we were talking about some of my coaches that I've had kind of throughout my life. Um, and so I'm going to ask you um, who are a couple of your uh, favorite coaches that I had and maybe one of your least favorite coaches that I've ever had. Yeah, well, to back up on that story a little bit, uh, uh, I knew Aaron was a great athlete. I had him in many, many sports, but he, I knew baseball he was going to be very good. I probably knew it about uh, 10 when he was on this all-star team. And everything I did with Aaron, it was an all-male Everything was male. I was the only woman, male, male, male. So it was tough. But the boy was on a... The boy. The boy was on a um, all-star team. And we had this coach... We were still living in California at the time. Yeah. We had this coach who hated me, mm -hmm. was the worst coach ever. His name is Jimmy Roberts. Did I say Jimmy Roberts? <laughs> <laughs> he say it one more time. Jimmy <laughs> Roberts. He was 5'5". Five five. He, he had a kid on the team and he thought his shit didn't stink. Well, Jimmy, look where Jackson is now. Boom! Then we were on many, many teams. Aaron, uh, Jackson and I traveled a lot. So much. A lot, it was fun. Some of his favorite coaches we had was Scott Jacobs. Oh yeah. We had Ruben. Ruben. We had Keith. Keith. We had Brian. Oh yeah. Uh, there was a lot of great coaches, but Jimmy Roberts. Was the worst by far. Wonder what you're doing now. So I have a question on that, Mom. So you were, um, when we lived in California, you were heavily involved in specifically running the base, the Little League program mm -hmm. for the whole, maybe the whole city of Foster City. You even had your own team. You coached your own team. Yeah, I never coached Aaron. He was, he was, well, I didn't think he needed anything. He was too good. And we just didn't like having the, you know, the parent coach, the parents coach, player on the team dynamic. It's like, it's one, it's one to difficult to, to navigate. And my mother never wanted me to get uh, playing time or be rewarded for something that I didn't absolutely earn on my own, which I think is a valuable lesson that I've taken um, with me. But so you, so you were the only women, only woman who was coaching a team on on their own, basically, and you were the only woman kind of on the board yes. and like doing all this stuff. Yes. So how hard was it for you to navigate uh, and earn respect from the other fathers in a mostly male-oriented organization? Well. Since I, the way I grew up, I only grew up with males, not really females, and I just understood that the world was for males, and I knew how to fit in. I understood how males think. 
probably don't think like women. And um, I just uh, actually, besides, you know, the one or two that were whatever, I really, uh, I knew what I was doing. I, I, I followed without making myself be too good to them, making them think it was their idea. It's kind of the same as the world is now with girls. But I was uh, strong and I was good. And, I, 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 and you were extremely confident in what you were doing. Yeah, I, I just made it work. I uh, made them think a lot of it was their ideas. I ran things. I did my team. We won, of course, because it was my team. Did the recruiting. It was, uh, it, it's very, very difficult, but uh, very rewarding. Do you think, how much do you think things have changed now from back then to now? I mean, that was only, I was like that was 10. The 80s. So that was, I was 10. Yeah, yeah. Not, well, actually, that was the 90s. Yeah, so it was like 17 years 90s. ago. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, you see a lot more women in sports now doing a lot of really good things. Yeah, I'm not saying anything was bad then. I mean, women, it was just more difficult. Yeah. I mean, it's very difficult now to get into male dominated industries, but I think yeah. talent, uh, the talent of the women is being um, looked at with more importance and be able to give them those spots that they deserve and they earn rather than just saying, oh, they're a woman, they should get it. They should get it because they're good enough and they, you know, have the ability to do the same thing, I think. Yes, if they work hard. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You have to work hard. If you they really work hard. You can't just be just handed get, things. Yeah. Women shouldn't just get things from Title IX, the Me Too movement, uh, to just to give to a woman. If you work hard, you can't be a football player if you're a woman, but if you work hard and you go in the office or you're going to do this and you're doing the same, I think you should get it. Yeah. Not backwards way, which a lot of women think they should. It's based on merit. It should always yeah. be based on merit. Yeah. And everyone should be given an equal slice. Yeah. If it's, you know, if it's a man and woman job. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, some yeah. job. Yeah, of course. Okay, cool. Yeah. <clears throat> Old Jimmy Roberts. What a guy. <laughs> uh, on the subject uh, of... Uh, yeah. On the subject of uh, sports, someone <laughs> asked, um, what's your favorite accomplishment of mine? There was many, but I thought about this a little bit. But there's many, but there was a lot, a lot of work Jackson and I did on everything. But the, probably the we, he was on a we were in Texas. He was on a great high school team. Great, did a lot of great stuff on that. But probably the one of the top things is when he went to D1 University. Yeah, I mean it was it was fantastic. It was just a long it was a long hard struggle yeah. to get there because. That there was a, at points where I didn't think I was going to be able to play Division One. I mean, we were in California. There was no good sports there. One of the reasons we moved to Texas was for better sports. And when you have things that are real, real better, it's pros and cons because you got to work harder. Schools are better. This is better. So you got to work harder. And uh, we did our best. And that was probably a very, I mean, he went to South Dakota State University, which. Go Jackrabbits. My God. Great. Great. But to follow up on that thing, another great. Great thing besides D1 is when we were playing summer ball, you play summer ball after in between college if you're good enough. Not a lot of kids did, but Jackson was good enough. We went to uh, Milwaukee, which is one of the number one, two best summer leagues ever. And one of the shining moments was a grand slam. Yeah, so if you're, if, you're, if you're a college baseball player, in the summer you usually go to some sort of team, and there's a bunch of leagues all over the country um, to kind of enhance your skills and stuff. And there's like two really top leagues. There's the Cape Cod League, which is in Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. That's like for the top, 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 top guys. And then there's one right underneath that called the Northwoods League, um, which I was fortunate enough to be able to play in um, the summer before my senior year, um, uh, basically right outside of Milwaukee. Um, and then, yeah. Yeah. And it was a great story, too, because when he, uh, 
these summer leagues, they kind of tell you the last seconds, to, unless you're pitchers and you're an all-star pitcher, but in college, he wasn't a pitcher. So we were driving to, we were always driving. We drove from Florida to San Diego to Kansas to Milwaukee. Billy, we've always been driving. But anyway, we were driving in Kansas. We were driving to San Diego. San Diego to get a phone call because we thought maybe we're playing San Diego. We're in the middle of Kansas. There's no internet. We're trying to get a no phone cell call. Reception. I, I think we're starving. We're laughing. <laughs> we're out of gas. We can't get cell. We start freaking out. And we have to drive to some McDonald's to get self-service to get the phone call that he's going to Milwaukee. So... So we stopped, turned around, went right back in the same direction yeah. we came from. Yeah, it was a great, great moment, but we had to drive. How so many far, hours? So far. So I, that's like we started in South Dakota, right? <laughs> and then we were on our way to San Diego. And then we got a call in while we were somewhere. And then we flipped around and then drove all the way back to Milwaukee. Yeah, another shiny moment because we spent, well, we're... We get along obviously very very well, so <laughs> so we had a lot of fun. I mean, we yeah. we have the same kind of idiosyncrasies and manners and yeah. crazy and not crazy and eat. And so you know, two days later we get there and so boom. She, she has to pee too much when we're on the road. Yes, As, yes, it bothers her. But uh, yeah, we took so many road trips together. I think it easily uh, easily prepared me for all the drives I did when I got yeah. to wrestling. Yeah, and uh, we liked it. You know, it was fun. Yeah, it was a lot a lot of fun. And so that grand slam was a good little time. Yeah, that was nice. That was a fun summer. It was a fun. It was a, and we've never been there, so it was a. It's a, it's a the it's Midwest. Nice, yeah. And one thing about South Dakota, North Dakota, uh, Nebraska, all, the Midwest people. I'm not saying they're better than the South, but boy, they're just wonderful people. They're very nice. Very wonderful. Mm -hmm. And I said, wonderful host parents. Cindy. Oh, Cindy. Yeah, Cindy was great. Yeah, she was terrific. I watched a a really. I lost a bet that summer that I had to go watch a scary movie. And if you know anything about me, you know that I cannot do horror. It's like really, 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 really scares me. And I got home one night after losing this bed and watching this movie and Cindy could like visibly see that there was like something, that something was really bothering me. Uh, Cause I was like still shooken up from the movie and she asked me what's wrong. I was like, just plain and simple. I saw a horror movie. Uh, I'm not doing well. Uh, and so she basically uh, let me sleep with all the lights on in the house. My door was open and the dog slept with me and I felt very good. And I needed to do that for a couple nights, but she was really cool about it. Yeah, and I, I know Cindy's going to watch this. Thank you, Cindy. So that's a perfect segue into a question that uh, someone had, huh? is why am I so scared of horror movies? Do you know? Is it because you are? Well... Or just because... Because I like Halloween, right? And I like dressing yeah, up. Halloween but I, is our best... Uh, but I don't like anything scary. But you don't like fireworks. You don't like scary... I think it's just because I don't like it. And, yeah, maybe I... I never took you to anything when you were really young. We never went to like haunted houses. No, so I don't know. It's just maybe because I have it, you have it. But I was just like, I've always liked dressing up, but I never dressed up as anything scary or spooky. No. Halloween for me wasn't really about the scary or spooky. It was about just dressing up and eating candy, yeah. which basically is now what I do every day of my life. I mean, you were Power Ranger many times. I was. I think it was the White Power Ranger for like 10 straight years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we had Power Ranger birthdays. Oh yeah, the White Ranger came yeah. over to the house. Yeah. No, I don't know. Just one of those things. Just one of those things. Okay. We like death and destruction. We don't like horror. Yeah. Like John Wick movies, those are good. Oh, yeah. Death and destruction. <laughs> and that I started you very early with the guns. Yeah. Um, the same person who, at, uh, who said, what's your favorite accomplishment of mine, also wanted me to let you know that he thinks you're a boss. That's Andy. It's not Andy. Oh. Not Andy. Oh, who was it? Uh, Sean. Thank you, Sean. Yeah, very nice. Very, very nice, nice guy from 
was in the Virginia area. We love all fans. We want more fans. Um, okay, so we've got a few more questions. Uh, embarrassing Jackson Stone moment. I don't know. That's on you, Mom. Embarrassing? Uh, I don't know if embarrassing, but he had some funny ones. We were at, uh, uh, when we were in, <clears throat> when he was in high school, before he drove because he's a young, so he didn't drive to his junior year, so I drove him everywhere. And he rest, he uh, wrestled in the morning, and they played baseball in the afternoon, and then of course we were on two other baseball teams too. How did he get his homework done? He's very smart, he always got his homework done. So in between one of these drivings, after wrestling and school, I would take him, we'd go have a little coffee and snack before he ran for baseball. And one day, this is before, and he didn't also, this, this was just me. I didn't let him have a cell phone until he was driving either. So I know everybody out there has a cell phone. It's six, but I didn't believe it. Yeah. So he didn't have a cell phone and then he lost, he tells me I lost my keys. So I'm in the car, I'm looking here, we're looking in the apartment, we're looking this, looking this, I mean, hours. Finally, was opened his baseball bag next to his balls and there were his keys to the house. So I don't know if it's embarrassing, it's just something funny. I, um, yeah. I have a, I, I don't know if it's an embarrassing story, but I have a story about myself. He kind of loses things a little bit without losing them. Yeah, yeah, I lose them, but I don't actually lose them. I yeah. just feel like I don't know where they are. Yeah. Um... So I, uh, I think it was in high school, um, and I tend to sometimes get some nightmares when I'm sleeping, um, just like anybody else, whatever, it's fine. Big fingers. Uh, just, yeah, my mind keeps racing, you know, just, you know, whatever. Uh, so I'm sleeping upstairs in my room, and uh, my room is set up where I have, like, my beds here, and then, oh, yeah. and then, like, to the left. Oh, this is good. And to the left is, like, this big window. Um, and so I'm sleeping, right, having a nice sleep in my nightmare, or in my dream, whatever you want to call it. Uh, someone breaks into the house. I see them. I kick them in the face. For those wrestling fans out there, probably like a bicycle kick to the face. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Guy goes away. I save the day. About maybe eight eight <laughs> seconds later, I wake up and like I feel this like sharp breeze come <laughs> in the room. My foot isn't feeling good. It's like hurting. And I'm like, what happened? So I look over the side of my bed, and there's like some glass on the floor. And I, I stand up. On, I'm like get up on my bed, I look at my window, my window's shattered, and I'm like, oh no. So apparently what had happened was, in the nightmare, what I thought was happening is I actually stood up in my bed and I bicycle kicked my window, and uh, that was like in the middle of the night. I think I came downstairs uh, to tell my parents, and I think the funniest part was, I was like, hey, I punted my window and it's broken, and my dad just goes, don't care, go back to bed. <laughs> and then and then obviously we, we dealt with the situation in the morning, but. That's one of my funnier stories, I think. Uh, yes, it was a wrestling move, and yes, we moved the bed. <laughs> uh, that's funny. It was kind of funny. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, okay. Ready for another, another yeah, question? I am. Best Mother's Day present. Best Mother's Day present. We always did the same thing every year. Every year, since it was my choice, uh, we, the four of us would go to uh, a play. Mm -hmm. I usually like to play that was you, you love a musical. musical. Mm -hmm. So we always did, then we, then we did dinner after yeah. or we did lunch before and great, always good. Best ever. Yeah, we'll do that here soon. Yeah. Sometimes if there wasn't a play, which sometimes it just wasn't a play to go to, we didn't go to a movie. We just had a, we either had a brunch and then a nice meal, but usually a play and meal. I remember always going to a play. Yeah, loved it. Mm -hmm. Loved it. 
But that being a schedule's got a little different. Like I moved well, to, that, well, I, I moved, went to college. Yeah, you got older, and yeah. that's when that was when you were young. But we'll do something now. This so it's right now it's Sunday, March first. I have a lot of episodes backed up, so this one probably won't come out till May, but it'll come out after Mother's Day, which is May tenth, right? Yeah, it's May tenth. So I'm sure we'll go. I'll take mom out to uh, we'll yeah. go see a play and have a nice meal. Maybe we'll bring dad too. We'll see. Dad always. <laughs> um, uh, Chewy's not here right now. I know you guys are like super excited to see Chewy, but he's on a walk, taking his mid afternoon walk with my father. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's cool. Oh, I think another thing to 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 of note: this house that we're in right now is obviously the house that we moved into when we moved here from California. So we've been here in this house since oh four oh four. Uh, obviously, I bought a, I bought a condo, so I'm, I've been living in that for the past uh, few months since I moved back to uh, Texas from Philadelphia. Um, and my parents just sold this house. Um, they're moving into their new place um, at a Del Webb uh, community, which is awesome, in a few days. Um, so when this episode drops, um, this house will have been sold, and my parents will be uh, living in a new place, which I will probably end up going there and filming an episode there just so you guys can kind of see it. And, but uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it's exciting times. Very. Exciting times. I got a new place, they got a new place. It's good stuff. Okay. Something that Jackson doesn't know about you. Oh, I don't know. What would Jackson not know about me? <laughs> I don't know. My mom and I are very close. We're very close, he knows everything. We're very close. We, yeah. we've, we've done a lot of stuff together, traveled yeah. a lot together. Yeah, we talk. We talk, we're very open with our communication, hence why yeah. I, uh, I believe in being open and honest with, about how you feel because my mom was very open and honest with me about my feelings and, and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, I don't think there is anything. Yeah. If there is, you know, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, I don't know, yeah. I mean, it's a good question, I just don't think there is anything. I mean, maybe some sure there is. small details from your childhood, but... Oh, there's plenty in my childhood I probably haven't told you, but, but I don't want to, obviously. Yeah. It wasn't that fun. No. It wasn't it wasn't great. But I think that's that's very inspiring because my, my mother had a very tough childhood. But um a lot of things like that when you have a tough childhood, you you have kids and you redistribute sometimes, not all the time, you redistribute kind of that pain and trauma you had from your childhood onto your kids, not purposefully, just because that's just how like our that's how it works. My mom, super strong-willed, uh, pretty much went the opposite. S- decided I'm not going to treat the kid, my kids, the way that uh, I was treated, and she obviously became an, an incredible mom um, and instilled some values in me that now I'm using obviously every day in my life, and is part of the reason why I'm, you know, uh, talking about the stuff that I'm talking about and on this kind of mission and purpose to, you know, open the conversation up about mental health. Um, because my mom and father were very um, willing to always talk to me about anything that I was dealing with, whether it was like getting bullied at school or what kind of sports I wanted to play. Um, and uh, so that was, that's always been really fantastic and I'm grateful for that. But you've always had, um, whether you're, you were playing sports or talking about doing things in the community or the synagogue with me, you've always had an attitude of, I'm, I'm going to do it, I'm all in. 
Yeah, what, where where was that attitude developed from? Just like something that you believed in? Or? Yeah, it was just me. It certainly wasn't growing up. I had zero growing up. Zero parents, zero anything going. So I just believed if you want to do something, it's the same thing. If you want to do something, do it well. Don't complain. Don't think about the past. Do it. Because failure, failure, and failure are part of life. Always. Yeah, it's very important. Now, if you've had a rosy life so far, God bless you. <laughs> God bless you. I want to meet you. <laughs> yeah, come on, come be, over. Come on over. Let's have to be friends. But failure makes you better. Is it hard? Yes. I just always had that, and I instilled it in um, Jackson, and he does it also. Yeah. You 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 fall, and you may fall a hundred times. Oh yeah. And believe me, playing baseball, you might have fallen two million times. Especially in baseball, yeah. All you do is fail in baseball. In fact, you know, you get three hits out of ten, you're supposed to be happy with yourself. It's very difficult to it's understand. A very, yeah, it's very hard to think about that. You get a 300 average, but you, you, you strike out seven times, but you got three great little hits. Yeah. Fantastic. And no errors, of course, but I don't know, just... Uh, it's just something you developed. I just something developed, uh, not till about college. Because back to the... Uh, starting to think about it. I bet at college I started yeah. getting into my own, yeah. Because back to the Jimmy situation, I was extremely unhappy on the team with Jimmy. I wasn't ever, I wasn't getting any playing time. It was extremely unfair. Uh, it was literally, we were nine years old, like, you know, whatever. It's not, it's, it shouldn't be that. Like, I love baseball, but it was making me not like it at the time. Yeah. And my parents knew this because obviously they were unhappy with Jimmy as well because he was not a good person. But, and I wanted to quit. I wanted to quit, but they're like, no, you signed up for the season. You you told the team you would be there in every game and you would play through the season. You're going to finish the season. Mm-hmm. We don't have to ever play with Jimmy again, but you're going to finish the commitment that you started. And I, I think that's an important value yeah. um, to understand. Um, and it was hard. And it was hard, but I made a commitment to that team yeah. and I saw it all the way through. Um, I don't believe you. When he played, because you had to play minimum then, he, he was quite good. But Jimmy had the hate. You know, you know, in baseball yeah. and all coaches, he had a lot of coaches that that were tough on him. Tough. Yeah, but I always told him when they're tough on you, it makes you better. And uh, he he learned that. I mean, yeah, your yeah. college coaches, your high school coaches would yell at you. You get a six hundred and fifty average. Jackson, you could have had one more hit. Yeah, I mean, they would say that. It, uh, coaches have a very unique job of trying to understand how each player responds. And it, and it, and it did work for him, but, well, you know, we sometimes, talk about it. Sometimes a player responds to being yelled at. Sometimes he wants to be talked to quietly on the side. Sometimes uh, his teammates motivating him. So coaches have a unique responsibility of trying to understand each player and how they get motivated. The good coaches. Yeah, the good coaches take yeah. time. And when the good coaches don't, you have to figure out how it works for you. Right. It's the same yeah. thing with all jobs. Self-motivation. Yes. All jobs. The world is not here to coddle just you. There's a billion people here. Well said, Mom. Thank you. Is that that's kind of the approach you took when you when you had your shoe stores, right? Yeah. You're gonna do it. You're gonna do it. Yeah, I mean, I very successful. Yeah, 21 years of two shoe stores. I worked very hard. Yeah, you were a business owner. Business owner. Small business owner. Yeah. Bit of an entrepreneur. Entrepreneur like you. Just turned into you know what I'm what I'm doing with my brand and influence. Mm -hmm. Well, there's no more questions okay. to ask. Very good. We don't have any more questions. Um, well, this wrestling and this journey of Jackson yeah. Stone is fantastic. Uh, this week, we go to as many as we can, but this week alone, we went to two wonderful matches. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. And we watched the other matches, too, but it was a lot of fun. 
and you know, the fans. Today, this week we were in Carrollton, we were in Bedford. Jackson will be traveling everywhere. He's got a very, very busy schedule this year, which is good. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm very, I'm, I mean, I'm beyond happy how successful he is and how great he's doing and his life is. He's all, he's an all-around entrepreneur, businessman. It's, 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 it's fabulous. Thanks, Mom. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm very grateful to have had parents the way that I had, especially my mom, because we've connected so much. And she showed me a lot of great things and done a lot of stuff for me. And I think un like undeniable support that she has for me has allowed me to just kind of be able to just jump in the deep end on anything that I ventured into doing. And it's given me the confidence that even if I fail, still can get back up and keep trying because I know that I have support of my mom and dad. Um, luckily, I've been pretty fairly successful in a lot of the things that I've uh, ventured into, which is good. Um, and I'm going into like a, a, I'm in a newer, different, uh, better part of my career going forward now. I'm, I'm happy with the place that I've kind of settled in about who I am and, and what I want to become. And I'm very proud of that. And I'm just uh, looking to continue it. But So mom, I think you should give like a, like a PSA to all, all the people out there who are like you, never watched wrestling before, but are now wrestling fans because of me, but. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I love, I, I love it all. I love the big story. I love the fans. I mean, I like thousands of screaming people. I, and if you knew me from baseball, screaming is, is something I love to do anyway. So in, in wrestling, you get to scream. So it's fantastic. It's awesome. It's fun. Yeah, it's we're great, all in. Great family outing. Yeah, it's great family. All people should go wrestling. Great family fun. And buy a lot of Jackson Stone uh, stuff. I mean, you could- you Jackson could, Stone merch. Look, <laughs> my mom's a walking billboard. Yeah. She got uh, the, uh, this shirt right here is the very original Jackson Stone shirt, obviously not for sale anymore. This is a custom made track jacket that I got for her. Uh, snapback that we uh, that I sold out of, but um, when this episode comes out, I'll probably have released a, a new dad hat, some socks, probably a new three-quarter sleeve, um, and uh, an Everybody's Land t-shirt. So so look out for that stuff when it drops on, uh, on, uh, on my website and my store. But uh, thanks, Mom. Thanks it's for coming. Great, honey. Thank you very much. Love you. Love you, too. Thanks for watching. Like, subscribe, comment below. Appreciate you all. Take care.